Welcome to A Handful of Hope, where we bring you heart-to-heart conversations with heart-centered people. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of A Handful of Hope. I am so happy and grateful to have Garrett with us today. Garrett, who's a Santa Barbara native and now New Yorker, full-time realist, a gym rat and go-getter, and wannabe millennial. Obsessed with great convos over coffee, he spends his days influencing the younger generations with his personal style, poise, and panache. A role model, pun intended, and GQ insider, he's traveled the world as a model and campaigns for Alan Edmonds. I'm going to horribly mispronounce some of these names. Yeah, just a bunch of stuff. <laughs> just a bunch of stuff. A lot of, a lot of brands that we might know, like Chrysler Dodge, I can say those names. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of years ago, he laughed when he made the Silver Fox list of BuzzFeed. I remember that. Huffing Post and Out Magazine. I'm guessing, hashtag, daddy is a new black. Now that, I've, now that he's accomplished that, he's decided to evolve his social media platform, including his Instagram TV production, Undercovers, interviewing people he's fascinated, he's fascinated with in bed. He's also a CMO of a startup apparel brand called Alphex in New York City, former star of reality or several TV shows, Fashion House, Unusually Thick, and questionable indie films, The Casserole Club. His motto in life is have, swim, is have swimsuit, will travel. Garrett, welcome and thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, it's it's fun re- reading that because I feel like I've been able to be a, a presence in different parts of those times and and laugh and celebrate some of those with you. Well, we met uh, we met uh, at the gym. And yeah, you were my trainer. Yeah, right at the I think right when Fashion House was on. Right, was it Twenty Four Hour Fitness? Because mm-hmm, I was just out of college. I think yeah. that was. I was I was trying to get away from being um, heavy than I was then because I was I had the. Um, the booze bloat <laughs> no longer do have the booze bloat because I don't drink booze. So, um, and I remember, you know, I remember coming out into sessions with you completely hungover and here we are, um, so many years later, um, completely, you know, so. completely sober and a sex symbol for a whole new generation. I don't know about sex. I'll let you say that. <laughs> no, but you know, Garrett, I think one of the reasons I want to have you on here is because I think I've had a friendship with you now for so many years. And one of the things as a friend that's been so enjoyable to see with you is you've, I think you've, I don't know if reinvented yourself is the right word, but evolved your personal brand. Well, it's, and, it's constantly that I've been reinventing myself and it's, it's really about evolving. Like what's the next thing or, um, you know, I, you know, I, it, and trying to find yourself in the in the midst of it all, um, trying to discover who you are and what you want and what's going to make you happiest. You know, uh, and and there's a lot of hurdles along the way. Like I've had, you know, the rejections, the you know, the no's, the you know, uh, losing business partners, losing projects, you know, things failing, and then starting over again, and kind of picking up and uh, picking up. Putting up my pulling up my bootstraps and keep walking. What keeps you pushing forward with Mr. Nose? Because I think that that uh, the world we we get a lot of nose anyways, and I think in the world that you're in, there's probably even more nose. And how do you keep persevering through those? Well, it's really interesting because when I do get a rejection or a no, that propels me to move to work harder because I I don't like Noah as an answer. So um, that. It, because I, I know that 
that any, anything is possible, it seems like. Um, and if, if I create this sense of that uh, and, and create what I want and, mm -hmm. and what, what's meaningful to me and, what, and how I can, a, I can make a difference, how I can, um, how I can support myself financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever I have to do, I have to do. And I, and I have to make that conscious choice um, to evolve every day with it and get better. That's all I can do. You know, Garrett, something I've always loved and appreciated about you and especially observing you on social is that you have made your brand really has evolved out of being you and being more you. So when I see posts go up of you or whatnot, or even when you're doing the, the influencer work, it's right. very much you. Right. And I'm wondering, you had mentioned that before about the importance of being you. I think a lot of people, when they're thinking about going into social or they're thinking about evolving their brand, they have to be someone else. How well, important is it for you to be you? Well, no, I, I think there's, there's a great sense of authenticity that needs to be played out. I think that um, especially now, I, it, your, your target audience on Instagram is a millennial audience. Uh, so, and, and they, they, can, they can snip out bullshit, you know? They can, mm -hmm. snip, out, they can snip out the untruth of it all. Um, and and if, we're, if we're organic and real and authentic about our experience with the product or just in our daily life, if, we can, if people can feel like they can identify with me as a person, then I've done my job right, and then and then I can get to inspire them to do do whatever they want to do. I'm just giving them nuggets of life, or nuggets of product, or nuggets of things. You know, I'm giving them possible opportunities for um, uh, to to make make yourself better. I mean, most of my Instagram is most is mostly about my lifestyle. It's not, and you know, I I do do um, um, uh, partnerships and um, collaborations with brands because I think it's really important to show that what, what I like and what helps me go. And, and brands come to me and I have to find a way that I authentically and um, organically like that product and how, how I'm gonna work that into my life. So it's, it feels real, then it feels fake because mm -hmm. I, I don't wanna play the fake card. Like I, I, want, I, don't, I don't have time for that. And there's, a lot, and there's a lot of phoniness out there and there's a lot of people pretending to be something that they're not. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to say, oh, look, I'm, I fly in first class planes and I stay, I, uh, I'm first class on planes and I, and I stay in a five star hotel and I eat fine dining and, and I have this glamorous life. And, you know, life is, you know, so, there are moments where I, I get the opportunity to do those things, but, um, and I just enjoy it for what it is. That's cool. That's cool. Do you, right now, I was just reading the numbers this morning, and so the unemployment fallout from the coronavirus COVID right now, there's over 20 million people just in the U.S. alone who applied for unemployment. Many of those people are going to be in the millennial generation, people who are doing tourism-type jobs, restaurants, and many people are going to be looking onto social media, the internet as a digital platform to potentially launch a second career or a side hustle. For someone getting started and somebody getting started with building their personal brand, trying to maybe have an aspiration of becoming more of an influencer type figure, what would advice would you begin? You would you give that person who's just beginning? Well, the first thing is find out um, what your story is, why you want to tell it, and if you're an expert at something, are you really an expert or are you you know you're pretending to be? So I think again is being as honest as you pop. Uh, honesty, people people can 
can tell again when people are full of crap you know yeah yeah so i think it's really it's keeping that as i said before is keeping that authenticity um and and be a storyteller what what's your experience and how can we feel like we can do that experience can we and and find some ways of identifying yourself with others with when you talk about what's your story can you expand on that a little bit because i can hear the voices in some people and they they may be thinking well how am i any special or how am i any different than anybody else how important is storytelling and and how does someone begin to how does someone begin to extrapolate their story like differentiate it and make it unique and special to them or is it something they start internally where they start appreciating it more and then they just get comfortable sharing that well i think your story is just your it's almost like your everyday life what what message are you trying to tell i'm sorry my it says my internet can you still see me yeah i can see right now you cut out a little bit there for a second yeah. um you know i think that um you know what what happens in your everyday life that you you feel that you're experiencing and and you know it's kind of like watching a movie let's just say let's use that as a an, a, an example you know there's a storyline what's your storyline what what are you what's in what's important in your life that you can really share so again it's it's all about identifiability is people understanding others because we get to learn about ourselves through others and seeing other mm. through others experience so I, I'm often, um, I often identify with certain people because then I can go, oh, they're going through that, so am I. Like one time I actually posted something about loneliness, um, that I was very, that I had bouts of loneliness and it was something really real and true to me. And I, I got so many comments from that, like so many people identified with that. Mm. And, I, and I wanted to, you know, have, and, and it's to have those conversations with people because this is a, also a platform where I can, I can have conversations. Although it gets a little overwhelming because a lot of people want to talk to me and I don't have all day long to answer messages and get into full long conversations because then I, I wouldn't have time to do the stuff that's um, prioritize my things in, in, my, in my life. So, you know, I, it, but it does create a sense of dialogue that I get to have with my followers, you know? Uh, that they, you know, or even do live feeds, uh, which I do, I've been kind of doing on occasion more recently just because of what's happening, um, that people are paying attention because they, they have their phones and they're a little bit bored. And so I've just been trying to inspire people to go cook, to um, uh, go make, make things like I've been, I, I, I got a bunch of fabric and I decided I was going to sew masks and donate them to, because I know masks are really needed. Um, so I was going to donate a bunch of masks and then, and then I started making some for family and friends. And then I, and then I ended up doing dog faces cause I did one for my sister's dog. So I did her Aussie dog, like in a patchwork on the front of the mask. Yeah. And, and, and then I sent one to a friend of mine who's a doctor in mission is I'm sending one to a friend of mine. So I made his Shih Tzu and then, and then and my friend texted me right after that and goes, Oh my God, because I had posted on Instagram. He goes, Will you make one for my dog too, or for me too, <laughs> with my dog? So I've been making all these. Here, I'll show you a picture if you can probably see it on here. Let's see. Um, here's this is the dog mask I did last night. Um, if you can see it. Oh, that's awesome. 
that's so that's, awesome. That's his pit bull. <laughs> so I mean, it, they're they're pretty funny. And wait, where's the Shih Tzu? Let's see. I did the Shih Tzu. Oh, here's the Shih Tzu. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that, that is so cool. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, you know, I. I'm like, I'm going to be creative. I'm going to, if I'm going to take yeah. this time, I'm going to be able to create, do things. I've been baking a lot. I've, I've been cooking. I made this amazing rouladen last night, German rouladen. That was my, kind of my mom's recipe. Um, so I, uh, and, and I, and I'm doing things I never thought I could do well. So that's really surprising to me. Talk to me, Garrett, about, because I think from what you've done in, in being yourself, building your brand, it's created a lot of different opportunities that you've been able to parlay into other things, like being the CMO of your startup company you have. How critical has that been in taking the time to really be authentically you and then in so doing it leading to other opportunities? Well, I think it's just, I'm a networker. Like I love going out and meeting people and connecting with people and talking with people and um, and I'm never really afraid to do that. Um, maybe one time out of 10, I, I get a little hesitation sometimes, but when I go out and I network, I meet people and I, and I seize the opportunities that are out there because there are so many opportunities, but you have to go out and get it. Now it's a little different because we don't, we're, I'm not going to all the events. I'm not doing all the mm -hmm. things in New York as I'm doing here. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of trapped in California, which is not a bad thing, but, um, I think that, um, uh, oh God, I lost my train of thought. So I, I think it's, I think it's parlayed into this world of, um, um, oh God, will you ask the question again? I'm just kidding. Yeah, <clears throat> I was asking about how important that you building your brand has really led to you being able to parlay it into other opportunities, like being the CMO of your startup. Oh, so yeah. what it's done is this, I'm sorry, that, thank you. Um, so Teamwork. Uh, I know, well, sometimes my brain, it's, it's my ADD God, <laughs> help me. That's um, right. We're in this together, it's teamwork. Too bad you can't edit this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, what, it's, what it's done is, is I've had the opportunities to get involved with other brands. Like I, uh, last, uh, last year, I got to design a, a capsule collection for an Australian suit brand, which never thought I was going to do. Mm. Um, and I got to design six suits for the collection and I created a story behind it um, being a leading man. So I used Hollywood icons as my emphasis for each of the suits, um, calling each of the suits that person. There was Cary Grant, uh, uh, Montgomery Clift, there was uh, George Papard, there was um, Fred Astaire, uh, James Stewart and uh, Cary Grant. So I did, I utilized um, the, the storytelling and in that with icons that I loved um, when I was a kid and I watched old movies. So I, and I knew about, and then, um, and then um, last year I, you know, again, with all these networking, these opportunities, one of my best friends who I met at a networking opportunity, um, he was the president and CEO of To Exist Underwear and he was let go, his position was, uh, uh, like, they let go of his position and let him go. And um, three days later, he called me and he said, I have a great idea. You and I should do a brand together. And I said, that's really funny because I had the same idea yesterday. So mm -hmm. our, our, our idea kind of aligned at the same time, and which is really awesome. 
because that led to the opportunity that we're um, building a brand called Alfix, which is kind of a holistic view of what it means to be a modern man in the 21st century. That's the story. And we're, um, we're starting from the inside out. So we're starting with underwear segment um, and then building from there. Uh, swimwear and then we'll do loungewear and um, life lifestyle wear so what so it all revolve around um, redefining what it is to be an alpha male in today's society this kind of duality of you know um, of being confident yet humble you know so um, at the same time so it's really exciting that it's um, but it's but I and there's another brand collaboration I'm doing but I love getting my hands dirty and, and really being involved with the brands and understanding their philosophy and and really having a relationship with them because mm. that you know, if there's an organic relationship with these brands, then I feel like I'm, I, I have incentive to sh show who they are. You How know? do you start to form and build those organic relationships? How do I what? How do you start to form or to build those organic relationships? Hi. Really? <laughs> Hi. Yes. How, who are you? You know? Yeah. And, and, and it, it all depends on sometimes things like I, with Institu, I was introduced to the um, the the marketing and um, head in the the showroom in, in New York, and um, we just kind of instant. I met with her, and then we hit it off, and then I started kind of modeling for them and doing stuff with them. So it it all just worked out. It was great, and so mm -hmm. it it really is is just it's knowing where the opportunity is and um, doing your research, finding out who's who's who, um, um, getting involved, you know sending emails, uh, going to events, calling people, connecting with them, sending them DMs on Instagram. You know, I, I, in the beginning, when I was trying to do brand collaborations, I was just DMing the brands and say, I love your brand. I want to work with you. Hmm. And then some, then some brands would start reaching out to me. And then I ended up getting representation. In those uh, early days, how many, how many would you just guess? Because I want to give people context. So they stay with it. You know, how many, how many times do you feel like you would reach out and you'd get no response or a no versus a yes? Oh, all the time. Good. And and there'd, be, there, there'd be a lot of the time. Well, because they don't see the messages necessarily. Yeah. I, they don't follow me and I don't follow them. So they go into the, they go into the kind of the, 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 um, the kind of the, not the, the la la land of uh, Instagram. Uh, the long, long land of Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it's so important for people to know because I think sometimes people, they'll have an ambition to do it and they, they, they think that it'll be easy or it'll be right away and they don't appreciate that how many times you have to do those reach outs, how many times you have to put yourself out there, how many times you're going to get no response or a no before, yeah. but it's, it's the one yes that really builds momentum, right? Right, absolutely. And so... And, and, and I knew that there was an opportunity because I was modeling and I knew there was an opportunity to, to monetize off of my social media page and just kind of grow it, you know, and in the last year, I've, it's kind of flatlined because they changed the algorithm and they, and it's been harder to grow and, and so on and so forth. So, but, and even my agency knows that they still love, you know, they still love working with me and, and, and I love, you know, being very, um, uh, what's the word I want to look? I'm really being transparent with them is really what what I want out of it. You know, my, my life really revolves around a few things. It revolves around health and wellness, fashion, um, overall lifestyle and travel. So, and, and so the, those are the things that are fascinating to me. So how can I, I'm even incorporating that into our own brand landscape for Alphex, you know? So, which is really exciting. And, um, 
and there, there's, there's good storytelling to be done overall. Garrett, what's the most meaningful experience you've had in this whole odyssey of, of building up your social, becoming a brand? Is there been a, a conversation you've had, a moment you had? What's been the most meaningful one for you where it, it really, you may have sat back and said, gosh, everything I went through, all the challenges, all the hardships, it was 100% worth it. Well, I think there's been a few occasions where there's young people who have reached out who either were in the closet or um, um, were afraid to come out. And and I inspired them to be, you know, true to themselves. And yeah. I always go through the thinking of what others think of you is none of my damn business. Um, and so if, you, if you're going to live your life think, um, being concerned of what other people think, then then you're you're gonna lose because I'm I, I I just I don't even make that part of my life. But there's been a few occasions where the these kids and I've been able to help these young kids kind of um overcome their fears and now they're like super happy and they're like super mm. grateful. So so that that's been what has been really moving for me at least. I think that's such an important thing to remember because sometimes we get into whatever it is we're pursuing and we get so focused on whatever the outcome is we're after that we may forget that just by showing up as ourselves, it may inspire and compel someone else to show up as themselves too. Right, because it's not always about me. And like I said, on my, uh, um, I have a, my show on, on IGTV on, on the Garrett Swan page. Um, and I, I was talking about, I, I don't mind being second. I don't mind being the sidekick. Like, I don't need to always be front and center. That's, you know, I, you know, there, there are moments of, you know, this is about me for a moment, but it's also about the other person. So yeah. how can I, so how can, and that's why I like to involve other people in my posts too. I mean, a lot of it's me because it's my experience, but there are other, like my, my partner, um, Bennett, you know, uh, or my fiance, so he, you know, he's part of my story. And so how can we tell the story together too, that, um, that we're very happy and, you know, and there are, there are things that we have to, um, that we're, we're transparent about and truthful about, so. We're almost out of time, so we'll end with this. You okay. recently just had a birthday. I did. Happy birthday. Dankeschön. And for this next year of life for you, what is Garrett's big wish? I think I, I, my biggest wish is to get this, uh, get Alphex off the ground. Um, I think this is, this is kind of evolving. And again, this storytelling, um, this is, I, I, everything I've done in my life up to this point, I think this is my opportunity because I'm the CMO. So I have to create content for the brand. Um, so, I think I'm really excited about the opportunity to um, create that content and really that that is uh, super authentic, super real, some uh, incredible stories. And, and, and I'm really, that's my wish to get that um, and go viral with that. Awesome. Yeah. Everyone, I encourage you to rewatch this because there is some wonderful wisdom in here, not just for trying to become a brand on social media, but just for living your life. One of the things that I appreciate so much about Garrett is that he has made his, his profession and his personal intersect in the sense of being authentic and just being him. And it, what he said about telling stories, 
you know, sometimes we'll stop ourselves from even beginning because we think that we don't have what it takes to get to wherever, but everyone is always just telling a story. And we all, stories have been how we've, we've passed on our history as the, the wise philosopher Tyrion Lannister said, it's our stories that we use to share history. It's our stories that we use to learn from one another. And if you have an aspiration during this time, especially in this time of great disruption, my goodness, don't we all have some stories to tell? And some can be dramas and some can yeah. be comedies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you just begin telling the story and you never know where it could take you, whether it's going to be starting an own brand, it's going to be working with all these, these brands from around the world whose names I can't pronounce, or if it's going to be that you inspire someone else to just become more comfortable in their own skin. Your story is worth telling, not only for your own history, but it's a story that can impact others. And if you take anything away from what Garrett shared today, it's be you. It's be you, because that's who the world's going to be attracted to. Not the other version, not the whatever. It's, it's you. And Garrett, this is absolutely incredible, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing. You're incredible. Oh, thank you. And once this is all over, we'll do uh, proper hugs and birthday celebrations. Yes. Now it's just, now it's just air kisses. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time on another edition Bye. of Painful Hope. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you're finding value in these conversations, please rate and review on Apple, Google, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite place is to listen to